Christ, you people suck. Wow. Wolverine on it. Radio. This is episode 681 for December 20th, 2021, and this is the last episode before the Christmas. So happy holidays, y'all. Happy holidays. On the show this week, we have the Wombat. Yep. We got Anthony. I'll be coming down your chimney this fucking Saturday. Yeah, fucking weird. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, Drew will be calling in in a minute from the North Pole. Um, not where Santa lives. You know, just North Pole. Because whatever, I don't care. Christmas. It's Christmas and there were tornadoes in Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. What the hell, that dude? Terrible. You should not go, and there is Christmas in Kentucky. <laughs> Sorry, it just... Sounds a little bad. I know why you're laughing. It's the absurdity of having to say there was tornadoes in December in Kentucky. But I know, you know. it's just God. You you would think people would realize there's a problem happening. But there's still snow. <laughs> I think Thanks, I've seen flurries. I've seen flurries at this yeah, point. Yeah, there's not been really snow here either. <sighs> yep. I don't, I don't like any part of... Okay, I'm lying. I enjoyed the 60-degree Tuesday afternoon in the middle of December, but I kind of don't want, you know, gigantic tornadoes ripping through gonna, the Midwest. I'm just going to say a, a thing. I uh, like my Aprils to actually be spring uh, and not snowing as, like, slowly winter has edged its way further into the year for me. Yeah, it well. starts in like January and then ends in April, May. That yeah, um, throws everything off, you know. Next thing you know, you'll be wearing shorts to go trick or treating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, just don't buy any NFTs, and we'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> According to Twitter, that's what you <laughs> I feel discombobulated today. I don't know what to talk about. It's it's a weird fucking world and I don't know how to live in it. Discombobulated. I feel I feel I like hate be- it when I'm discombobulated. I feel like between all of this and then the fact that, you know, we're on the cusp of like them trying to send us back into full lockdown because, you know, the world's getting crazy again and everybody went and saw Spider Man and got sick. Uh, I heard those stories, like people like going to the theater, like, "Oh yeah, it was packed." 
shoulder to shoulder to see Spider-Man. What's that? I said, yeah, of course it was. Yep, because people were like, oh, the virus is over. They're not wearing masks and the most contagious variant now floating around, passing between Spider-Fans. And there's people I know, God bless them, but like, because they're nice people, but they're like, it's just like, when is this ever going to end? We're fucking Max, you pricks. Yeah, I don't don't see Max anymore. Like, that's the the problem. Like, I'm just like, like, when's this going to end? And it's like, well, if you sit here and complain and do nothing, it's never going to end. And... And if you go out and get vaccinated and wear your masks and stuff, you know, maybe we can wrap this shit up finally. <laughs> Let's wrap it up, B. Wrap it up, B. You know, uh... And, and like, I don't... This is, like, not maybe for a video game podcast, but I don't know when, like, the, the conversation shifted from the government's trying to make you wear a mask all the time from the original conversation of they're trying to record you everywhere. Like... They already do. It's called your phone. Those t- well, that too. But th- <laughs> those those two things don't... Well. Like, you get to cover your face. Well, Anthony, you're applying logic. You're right. To a logicless problem. You're right. I'm just like... We, we had a local boy, official in this area insinuate that the reason we were being encouraged to wear masks was to secretly turn us into Muslims. So <laughs> you're 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 applying uh logic to opinions that were not generated due to logic. They were generated this... generated due to weirdness and racism. This is like this is like when um, the people complained, and I'm going to call it J.K. Rowling because she just won't shut the fuck up, uh, like about like trans people in bathrooms. Like, I don't know when the last time I've entered a bathroom and someone like shoved their hands down my pants to make sure I had the right equipment. But if that's a thing we're doing now, I'm all in. So, like, either we are feeling everybody's genitals or nobody's genitals, and we can all shut the fuck up about it. A real left turn. All I'm saying is, like, (laughs) be consistent with your fucking nonsense or shut the fuck up. You know? Like, it's just, it doesn't make sense to me. What conspiracy... I'm more partial to the shut the fuck up side of it. Yes, of course. I, I, I am, too. But it's like, you know, like, holy shit. It's just these weird, like thought processes of like nobody nobody wants to you're not that fucking important (laughs) i'm important according to them anthony they're the most important Uh, thing in the world this whole this whole world it's like the the crazy conspiracy shit just isn't isn't consistent it makes me wish for better times where people just were like we didn't go to the moon okay We didn't land like, on the moon. The moon landed on like, us. We didn't go back a bunch of times afterwards. You know, that's that that was all fake too. I don't, like, I don't even know what's uh, going on right now. You want to talk about video? Just games? wear your fucking mask. It's like wear your goddamn mask. It's not even that. Be pretend you're fucking Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. I don't. I don't want people to grab me and tell me to get over here. I'm not. I'm not down with that. 
unless I'm entering a bathroom. <laughs> Alright, let's let's talk about video games. You wanna do that? That sounds like a good time. Let's do that. My name is yeah. Ken and I approve this message. Um Anthony. You play? I play shit. Okay. Uh I played some Halo. And then I got stuck doing Christmas shopping and stuff. Has anybody finished like Halo? So here's my here's no. my only like issue with Halo at this point. Like real gameplay stuff is Boy This map is big and there's areas where I wish it like it, it it's the it's the you know, grass is always greener on the other side. Linear you know, stuff like you can have these big set pieces. Um uh, but like you know, there's very little exploration. You there's not a lot to find. Open... You know, there's yeah, there's like big open swaths of like kind of nothing there. And and I think my issue is that like <laughs> so from the first area to the next area, like the second sec section that you open up because I'm not very far still. Like I'm taking my time. Um, it's the same. Like it looks the same. I yeah, don't there's feel no there's like no a... biome changes and things like that. It's it's all yeah, the same think, kind of palette. I think my excitement, what going back to an actual Halo, was that oh we're gonna go through different biomes and stuff. That would be neat. And so far, that's not the case. I kind of hear that stays the case. Uh, well, it, I'm not I'm not like heartbroken, but like. This is the same issue I had sort of with Metroid Dread is like when you have these big areas, stuff has to be memorable so I don't have to keep checking the map. Um, yeah, I have no idea where I am in Halo. Like, as far as the map is concerned, like, I always have to pull it up and be like, where am I? Like, am I close yeah, to something? So, so I think this is a thing that, like, as much as people criticize Ubisoft for, um, like having just the same sort of open worldness of it in most not all but most of their games they do a pretty decent job of you having some spatial awareness of where you are doesn't mean you necessarily know where to go but you know where you are um and so like you eventually pick up like oh okay well this area is this way from that place so it's like you do pick that up over time. Not right away, that's got to, you know, you still have learning to do, but, like, there's some of that, and the problem is, like, I don't have that in Halo. I didn't have it in Metroid Dread. I need that spatial awareness to not have to keep pulling up a map. Um, and so that's my only real criticism, is just, like, it's very samey, which isn't an issue gameplay-wise, outside of just knowing how to navigate the world. I, I think I think if the kind of the, a first person shooter critique, I think in general. Okay, I, I was just gonna say real quick. Um, I, I think Halo would not be as good as it is if that gameplay didn't actually make it fun. Because like like you're saying, it yeah. it is kind of the same shit over and over and over again. Like like yeah. <clears throat> um again a Ubisoft title, but like yeah, Far Cry games can be a bit samey, but like. There's usually enough kind of to like position yourself on, and like 
I don't know, when I'm going through the mountainous areas of, of Halo Infinite, they all just look like the same mountain, even yeah. if they're not. Every time I see um, a structure, I get excited. I'm like, oh, look, something yeah. new. Yeah, so it's it's just something, it's just that, where I'm like, okay. You know, it, it's still a minimal criticism. So, like, what am I really saying there is, like, could this game be better? Yeah, I mean, most most games, even even games that I give a 10 out of 10, like, I had a kind of a disagreement with a friend. I uh, told him I was giving Inscription 10 out of 10 when I asked his opinion. He said 8 out of 10 because there's still more they could add. And I'm like, 10 out of 10 doesn't mean, like, the game is over. It just means that I think if this is all this game went out to achieve, then it nailed every part of it. And so, like, Inscription recently added an endless mode for the first section of that game. And, like, awesome. That's, you know, that's a new addition. And I wasn't expecting that. It doesn't increase my score, of course. There's nowhere my score can go. I gave it a 10 out of 10. But um, it it wasn't necessary for the game. With Halo, I'm like, yeah, you could make this game slightly better. um, Because it's not there yet. But even then, like, you know, the rumor is that they're going to be adding stuff constantly to Halo Infinite campaign wise like okay well if that's the case like then there'll be future biomes maybe so again not upset just one of those things um speaking of which if you go to inscriptions website my quote uh, the less i say the better is on the website my friend was very excited to send that to me um and uh the other thing i tried out and i picked oh, it up did, I, did uh go back to wombat what what were you gonna say sorry before you move on to the next game Oh well, yeah, sorry. I just I <clears throat> with respect to Anthony's criticism, I just said that's I feel like kind of a um first person shooter criticism in general. Um at least for me. They they tend to get um uh, old fast is maybe the wrong way to put it, but like I tend to get bored quickly with running and, and shooting, um, which is why I made the point I made last week about it being so important to actually have something worth shooting. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm I'm relatively early on still in Infinite, but um, I can already tell that it's going to be one of those games that by the time I get to the end, I'm going to be glad that it's over. Um, I'm, I'm... That sounds more harsh than I want it to. I just mean like... I can tell it's going to be one of those games where it's like I'm going to be two hours from the end going, oh, man, can we be done? <laughs> like, but that's it's not a really a criticism for me of Infinite. It's just that's the way I feel generally about shooters. I'm just not a huge fan of first person shooters anymore. The you know, and you say that and you, honestly, I had that experience with and I love the game. But Doom 2016, the first time I got to hell, I was like, eh. I think I'm I think I'm kind of done. Uh I ended up playing that game over again and just getting past that level and felt a lot better, but like yeah, there's those moments and I think my issue is that there's almost too much open world in Halo Infinite. Yeah, that, like that a... is that is a huge issue for me right now is like I'm trying to do everything. Like when I'm in an area, I'm like, "Well, I'm going to collect all the cores. I'm going to do all of the you know, rescue all the UNSCs. Yep. I'm going to clear all the fobs. I'm going to kill all the targets. 
And like You're stuck in the hinterlands. Yeah, and what's funny about it is like I don't know how far you guys have made it, but there's a point in the story where you discover a structure and the weapon every two minutes is like, Boy, I'm really interested in what's in that structure. Maybe we should go there. Maybe we should go there. Maybe we should go like she's just constantly telling me we should go there. And at one point I was like, I'm gonna rip you out of the back of my head and I'm gonna fucking skip you across the map into the structure <laughs> so you can go there and be there because I'm not going right now. The just the picture. <laughs> just just picturing you skipping it like a stone across yeah. a lake. Just pull that little great. chip out of the back of my head. I'm gonna throw you to the structure because I'm tired of hearing about it. I you know, I I think again, part of it is just like some weird Halo. Like I still think it's a great game. It seems weird to be complaining about it because I do love it. It feels great. It's just like I think a big portion of it could be like a huge portion could be solved if I could just drive vehicles better. Like if the world wasn't so set up to not be able to drive vehicles around. Yeah, I stopped. I stopped even getting vehicles because I'm like, I'll drive this for four seconds and then it'll flip. And then I'll get stuck. Yeah. So it's like, I think that's a, that's the the biggest issue. Is just like in traveling these big areas wouldn't be as big of an issue if all the vehicles that you get actually were useful. Yeah, and you don't you know, get the you then, don't get the pelican until like was it like twenty eight hundred valor? And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm yeah, that's gonna be a while. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I've been playing that uh, Halo Infinite, and then uh, I started up, and I started up because it was like three bucks on Switch, and I was like, ah, fuck it, why not? Uh, I started up Saints Row Four on Switch. What? How does like, that? How does that run on the Switch? It runs like the PS3 game. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, listen, it was like you know what? It's it's goddamn three dollars. You know? I mean, yeah, I, but isn't it like four dollars on? Oh wait, you don't have any of the new machines. Never mind. I have, I have the, I, I have the um, the PS4 version. So it's and I have the PC version, but it was just like you know what? Sometimes it's fun to just jump around and do dumb shit yeah i mean those you know are so fun. so it was just like you know what fucking three dollars and i didn't even realize i had two dollars of credit still on the account so i paid a whole dollar for it i'm like all right you know yeah. like i it's, it's fine i like just jumping around in the music like you know the running missions where you have to run through all the like orbs and shit so yeah, like I, I just picked it up because it's like, man, Saints Row Four had some good shit going on, and I like Prototype, um, and I like Prototype and um, Crackdown. So screw it, like that's the only real close thing to it on Switch. And again, three dollars. So three dollars Canadian. So God knows what it is American. I think it's still two ninety nine. The, the exchange rate is not going to be that. I think I saw for a that. Dollar? Yeah, I know. yeah. I think I saw that somebody was like, "Oh yeah, Saint Row Four is on sale for the Christmas for three dollars." I'm like, "That's three forty nine here." I've um, got it. Uh, I've got it on Xbox if I want to play it. Fine. Yeah, it was just a dumb pickup. I just wanted to see what it's like. It's fine. Yeah. If it's the only way you can play it, it's still Saint Row Four. It is that. But uh, that's it for me. Like, I, I really... It's fucking Christmas shopping, man. Yeah. Avoid the malls. Oh, absolutely. I don't, I don't want to go anywhere near 
anywhere near a retail establishment currently. Um, well, while we were going on and on, I see that uh, Drew joined, and all I want to say is, Drew, the blessing. I like your picture. He's talking, but I don't hear him. You didn't hear me say that? I heard you. I hear you now. Okay, cool. Yeah, the blessing. The blessing. Grace, she passed away 30 years ago. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so you guys were talking about Halo 4. Uh, I, I no, say, we were I talking about Halo, Halo Infinite, not Halo 4. Halo Infinite, Jesus Christ. behind. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. Halo 4, it's like Sonic Mania. It skips over the other games in between. Like, let's just pretend those never existed. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I played some Halo Infinite. Uh... I um I ran into a bunch of weird stuff in that game. I think if anybody's seen my Twitter, uh I died and it decided to uh save me while I was mid jump and so I kept just falling to my death every time I would uh reload. Oh that's fun. Uh yeah, I had to like I, I tried a million times to use like my grappling hook to kind of save myself. No. No, you can forget that. I had to actually reload the last last checkpoint. Um, but um, making it to the open world, yeah, that's a that's a, a, a Halo Far Cry game. Pretty much. Um, yeah, um, I like the tools at your disposal. They seem pretty pretty good. I think I'm only probably about two and a half, three hours in, somewhere around in there. Um, but uh, the the thing that really took up most of my time was the insanity that is Death Stranding. <laughs> that that game is. I feel like that game is weird just to be weird. Well, that's because you haven't you haven't made it there and got the exposition yet. You haven't you haven't got the story yet. But even with the exposition, I'm sure this game is still weird. No, it's weird. But it, it it makes sense. Okay. Um, I've made it to uh, uh, I've seen snow. Um, ah. Snow, snow really didn't do anything. I'm not. I'm not talking about. It's more the moment that happens in the snow. No, 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 no. He's he's not in the snow yet. Oh, he's not in the deep, deep snow. No, 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 no. Okay. Clearly not. Not if it's not doing anything yet. No, I had to. Um... So I went to the mountain city, uh, the mountain city lady, who was apparently the twin sister of another person that I know. She told me I could uh, go fuck off, and now I've got to go all the way back to her sister and talk to her to see if I can convince her to join the United Cities of America. So instead of me going around the mountain, I decided to go up the mountain. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't, that, that, that game is not, that game is not as hard as it's going to be. I don't think it's very difficult. No. Even, even whenever I'm in BT territory, I can avoid them pretty well. I've only gotten caught by them once. Do you have the knife yet? I, I don't, I, when the hell do you get a knife, boss? Because I have, I've got machine guns, I've got pistols. It's a, I've it's like a story weapon. 
Okay, I have not got a knife yet. No. Okay, do you think the BTs are easy now? They're a lot e- They're a lot easier when you get the knife. I don't even mess with them. Like if uh-huh. I, yeah, I, but the I, knife, the knife. I I I realize what he's talking about now. Yeah, the knife makes that shit a lot easier. Yep. Well, but no, I've I've been playing a, a lot of that. In fact, that's taken up most of my time. Um, I did play some more Grim Dawn. There is an issue with Grim Dawn. Um, and they have they 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 casually mentioned it on that subreddit for Grim Dawn that one of the developers did. Apparently, the Xbox version is not saving your progress story wise. And I have tried to go back to that game at least four times each time. I am literally. I have all of my levels, so I, I, I'm, I'm like, so I keep all of my level and all my experience, all my gear, but the story progression remains the same. I'm talking to the same dude who gives me the very first quest to go kill this one guy, and I'm just like, I can't progress in this story because every time I progress, it's like, well, that's enough playing for the day, and I quit and come back to it, I have to do that quest all over again. That's, that sounds like a, the newest time loop game. You gotta do it all in one run. I There is no way you could be gripped on in one run. I'm sure there's somebody out there and it probably takes you about 12 hours to do. I mean, it's a long game. Like, that, I, that version I, of that game just seems kind of busted. It, it, it kind of is. I mean, the developers know of the that they are going to address it. The problem is that the developers are so used to working with Steam, they're not used to working with Xbox. When you come up with a patch, you got to wait like a month for for you to release it because they got to go through this whole process. And I'm hoping in the next patch that they do, they're going to fix that because I've seen like I like I, I couldn't help. I had I had to look it up. I, I looked at like one or two reviews for this game, and they're like. Yeah, this is an eight or a nine, and I'm just like, yeah, but did you guys progress it? Because that's kind of broken right now for me. Like, I don't like. Should I uninstall it, reinstall it again? Like, that's the one thing I haven't done. I I, I don't have an answer for that. I I literally played it for like ten minutes, and never touched it I mean, again. Oh yeah, see, I like. I, I can't find anybody else to talk to about this game because, as far as I know, nobody I know has it on Xbox. So, I—I I mean, I know that the that specific issue has been mentioned by the developers in the subreddit, and they said that they were going to address it. But then they also said in that subreddit, also Xbox takes a long time to get their get their patches in order. So. Am I stuck like this until the patch comes? I don't know. Like, I, I don't want to review the game in this state because... The, the quickest way to get... So here I've, I've discovered the quickest way to get an answer to a technical problem. Like, you tweet at them and you tweet at them and you say, Hey, hey, is this broken? Is this fixed? Write a review that gives it like a four and says I couldn't progress and immediately the developer will reach out to you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess... I've played Grim Dawn before on on PC. It's a fantastic game, but holy crap, this version is is kind of busted right now for me. I don't know if anybody else is having this issue, but I mean, for me, like I can't progress in the story, so I I have to redo the same 
introduction like quest like quests. Like sure I level up doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, you can do that, but I don't know. Like it's uh, I I'm kind of stuck in limbo there with that, waiting on the patch to possibly fix this. Like I said, I, maybe I have to delete the game and then re-download it. Maybe that can fix it. That's the one thing I haven't tried yet. Well, I mean, at that point, I would say try that. And if that doesn't work, then just put it out there like, hey, I can't progress in this game, so 2 out of 10. And the developer will immediately fix it and patch it, I bet you. Well, I know they're trying to work on it. So they have it at least acknowledged. It's not like they just put it out there and then you know, radio silence. So, I don't know. Uh, but I did play that. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's basically been like, if I'm done playing Death Stranding for the day, I, I pick up Halo Infinite and probably play about 20 or 30 minutes of it. And that's pretty much it. Honestly, I, I there's nothing really... I want to go back to Guardians of the Galaxy, but uh, I, I don't know. I it just got I a ray myself. tracing patch. Oh, really? Yep. I don't know if I'd use it though because ray tracing always immediately means that it's down to thirty frames a second. I don't know. I don't know if I want to play it. That's true. But um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Halo Infinite, the, a little bit of Halo Infinite, and a lot of Death Stranding. Oh, I can't wait for you to finish that game. Yeah, me either. Alright. Uh, so I'll move on to the one bit. Uh, yeah, so I, I've i played... Um, I finished Psychonauts 2. Uh, and I told Ken yesterday... So, I'm generally the person that doesn't care about achievements at all. Like, they have no appeal to me. Um... But I thought, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and 100% Psychonauts 2 because it's good enough, and I've got most of the stuff anyway, and it's fun for me to go back into the levels and find the figments and all that stuff. So I set about doing that and unlocked it all, and I had one secret achievement remaining. And I'm like, that's weird. I wonder why I've got a secret achievement remaining. Uh, and did some investigation and discovered that one of my level completion achievements never popped. So, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of stuck with one achievement unsolved unless I decide I want to go back through the game and play all the way up to that level again and finish it, um, which I don't really want to do. So, at least not right now. So, yeah, that really sucks. Yeah. Um, and I've tried to go back into that level in the brain tumbler, and it doesn't do anything. Doesn't make it pop. Nothing. You'd think the game would recognize the fact that I literally have every other achievement, um, and say, "Oh, well, you can't have any of that without having this." But nope, it sure doesn't do that. It seems to be. No. I've, I bumped into that issue with the Hive Busters DLC for Gears of War. Like, there's an achievement for finishing it, and I finished it twice, and I've still never got that achievement. Yeah, it's very strange, and I thought, I wondered if maybe doing, like, uh, Quick Resume was the culprit, uh, because I did have other achievements that didn't pop, um, but they were, like, there's an achievement for equipping three pins at once, and I didn't have it, and I thought, well, that's stupid, I've had three pins for most of the game, like, how do I not have this achievement? 
So I closed out of the game and opened it back up, like completely shut it down and, and opened it back up and moved some pins around and it popped the achievement. So uh, yeah, I don't know resume. if quick resume was the, the culprit, uh, but either way, it's uh, very frustrating to actually finally decide that I have interest in unlocking achievements and for them not to work. Uh, quick resume busted Halo for a while. Like it was, it was breaking achievements, and it was breaking like you know how you can find those armors for multiplayer and yeah. single player. Like it wasn't saving them. Yeah. So yeah, so that was frustrating, but it doesn't. Uh, my my frustration with Xbox's achievement system doesn't uh, carry over into the game itself. The game was amazing. Um, it is, as of right now, my game of the year, which obviously isn't saying much because I haven't played a whole lot. But I will have um, questions for you after, by the way. Okay. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Uh, so, other than that, I've played Halo, um, which I, I do really enjoy. Uh, but, I mean, we've kind of mentioned some of the criticisms already. Um, just, Mike, you know, the fact that I can I can feel it, that it's going to get old by the end. Um, cause I'm just not a shooter guy. Um, and, and so I'll echo the frustrations about the vehicles. The vehicles control like shit, man. And I know that it's the way they've always controlled. And I know that we were just used to it in the old Halo games cause we had practiced it, but man, shit, man, they just suck. Like they, they don't control well. Um, and I'm sure somebody's going to, tell me that I just need to get good at it and that's probably true but I don't give a shit they suck well it's, it's um, yeah the the controller are kind of exacerbated by the fact that the terrain is just not conducive to driving on like it like right. it doubles down how well, bad they control yeah and they like the the whole just the method of control for them from the beginning sucks and then you have to control with that in like these tight rocky driveways and it's like there's no point there's no point in even using the vehicles and i gotta say that some of the stuff in this game um if it wasn't a halo game would get a lot of criticism um like i don't know so I'll, i'll just give an example if this wasn't a halo game and it was another game where I had a situation where one of the characters in the environment was clipped up against something and was just flopping up and down. Like, <laughs> if this was a Bethesda game and that happened, there would be gifs all over the place about Bethesda quality control. Uh, and I've had that happen multiple times in this game. Uh, I've had uh, a vehicle flip over. And the Marines that were in the back of it just sit there in the back of the flipped over vehicle <laughs> upside down. Um, like, and that's minor stuff, but it's the kind of stuff that, again, if this wasn't a Halo game, people would be all over. I want to. Um, so I just feel like it needs to be pointed out that as good as the game is, it's definitely got its issues. Well, if you weren't if you weren't ignoring all of the PlayStation fanboys on Twitter, you would definitely see it being pointed out. <laughs> Okay. They are they are on it. I want to say like I I mean it shouldn't just be PlayStation fans. No, no, it shouldn't criti- be. Their, is... their criticism is usually uh baseless, right? They're they're busy criticizing like this one character has a 
weird facial texture. Like, I don't care about that stuff, but some of it is like, it just needed some more polish. And I, you know, I get it, but it feels like even for a delayed game, it needs a little bit more polish. So I, I don't disagree with you. Like, those are things that I would have pointed out. I just haven't come across them yet. And that might be luck. That that could be purely luck right now. That from the sounds of it, it probably is. Like, I just lucked out and didn't run into those. But every time a vehicle is flipped over and there's other people on the back, they've popped out. Um, yeah, I was straight out so. five minutes ago, sideways, <laughs> on a rocky cliff, on a cheap. <laughs> And they're just standing in the back still, upside down. <laughs> I, um, I don't doubt it. I, I just, I'm like, I, I don't want to be like, that's not real. And I also don't want to be like, oh, oh, I haven't had that problem. Like, I I just think I've been lucky. Because, I, honestly, I agree with you. that I, Those are things that we should definitely call out. Um, I just haven't had that opportunity to be upset about those yet. I'm sure it'll come. This game is big. I mean, did you yeah. not did you not watch the Horizon video where she clips through the grass? I mean, pff, whatever. Oh God! All right, okay. well, that, <laughs> yeah. that, that, uh, gr- grass. I'm well, never going to be people. I'm just it's the it's piss. not a huge deal, but like, no, know. that is. I, I think it needs to be pointed out. It, it does. It it's an open world game. On. It's got jank. It needs to be pointed out for sure. I would call it out in a Ubisoft game. I'll call it out in a Halo game. I just haven't had it happen yet. Um, so, you know, but again, I unfortunately know it's going to happen at some point. I, I um, know I like to go back to the vehicle thing. I don't even want to drive it because then you got to drive around the mountain as opposed to just, you know, grapple shot my uh, ass straight yeah, up the side so, of it. So th- that is, that is, you know what, Ryan, you're right. The controls, like, it's not even something I really thought about because I'm like, it just controls, but it's poor driving. Like, clearly those controls were made for a game that has wider open areas, yeah. and so they don't work at all inside this either. So it's not something yeah. I thought about until you mentioned the controls specifically. I just thought it was bad driving, but you're right. Trying to turn down, the, like, the serpentine path down the mountain was impossible. Yeah, and it's, again, they I, I can understand why they wouldn't want to change the controls around because the controls are you know, baked into Halo at this point. Um, but they just, they don't work as well, I don't think, for this style of environment. Um, but, I mean, I say all that. I, I've really enjoyed the game so far, and I, I intend to complete it. Um, but, yeah, it just had some... Jank is a good way to put it. Yep. It's not free of jank. No. But, I, I mean... I wouldn't expect it to be free of jank as an open world game either. So I don't know that I've found an open world game that has some jank in it. They all do. All right, what else? Anything else? Um, no, that's it. That's all I've played. All right. Um, I'll talk about a few things here. Uh, that Far Cry Three Blood Dragon Classic Edition dropped. Uh, that you got with the the Far Cry 6 season pass, and you can also buy it separately, I think, for like 15 bucks. I booted it up with like high hopes, and then the frame rate it's tanked. Just, oh, really? I was going to say, is it just like the PC version? But apparently, no, it's worse. Yeah, I was kind of shocked. Like, you know, the opening sequence where you're flying the helicopter and it's playing fucking Credence, and, you know, it's being all funny, and then like you're blowing up these big towers, and all of a sudden it's like, Jesus, this frame rate is just atrocious. 
And I just kind of shut it off. I'm like, I don't... I mean, I like that game fine, but... It's pretty much the same version that's already on my Xbox because it's backwards compatible, so... I don't really see a point in playing this. Um, I'm still working my way through the gunk. I enjoy the gunk. It's a fun, little, chill, explore a planet, do some Luigi's Mansion, sucking up some nasty stuff. Uh kind of experience and I'm enjoying I've, I've heard it's not very long um but you know I, I don't know what to say about the gunk it's just a chill experience it's 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 a neat game that I think you should check out and you might enjoy it and it's not very long so uh I really wanted to play some of that record of Lodos War Deed Light in Wonder Labyrinth why do they always have these weird ass fucking names um and I played literally like till I got the first power and just didn't play anymore. I think I think uh it's because Record of Lotus War is an anime. Yeah, it's it's an anime. I knew it was an anime. Yeah, so the subtitle is probably a reference to something in that fucking show. Yeah, the the pixel art's good. It's a Metroidvania. The controls are really well done. Uh it's got some really cool enemy designs, monster designs. Um, the jumping feels good, the combat feels good. It looks like you're going to get these, like, little powers that you pick up. Uh, like, the first one is you can, like, hold the jump button to float across, you know, chasms and stuff, and I like what I've played of it so far. I just didn't spend a lot of time playing it. Uh, going through the, the indie games, I played at Eterna Noctis, which is a side-scrolling action game. The jumping in this game feels really stiff. Um, so that was kind of my big gripe with that one. Of all the indie games, you never see this, but there's a fighting game that released this week. It's called Fightin' Jokes. And, like, if you look at the box art, you're like, man, this looks like the jankiest thing I've ever seen. But it's actually not bad. It's a, it's a pixel art 2D fighting game with some just ridiculous characters. And, like, the control feels really good. I was I was pleasantly surprised by this quirky little fighting game. Um Pray for the Gods is I don't know if you guys remember this game. So, I can t- here's my background with this game. I was originally going to back it on Kickstarter. I decided not to. I was like, fuck it, I'll wait till it came out. Thank God cuz I'm pretty sure System Shock had not been canceled and then rebooted at that point. So, I'm like, all right. I bought it when it came out in early access, and my computer, which should be, at that time anyways, should have been able to run it, it wouldn't load properly. Like, it would just go to a black screen. But then, like, the original pitch was, it's going to be an open world game like Shadow of the Colossus, but then it started adding survival elements and stuff, and other enemies, and I'm like, I think you're losing kind of the the thing that makes Shadow of the Colossus special. Um, so that is my history with this game, and I have not gone back to it since, so I hope it's good. Well, I played up through the first Titan, whatever I mean, whatever you want to call them, uh, and you're right, it does have survival elements. You can tone them down. So, like, there's multiple difficulties not just in the game itself but also in the survival mechanics so like you can tune them down to where well if you're hungry it doesn't affect your stamina kind of deal um 
I didn't see any other enemies, but this then again, this is the tutorial, like, Titan or whatever. So I don't know if you hit anything before you get to it. Um, It's got a grappling hook mechanic, which I thought was pretty cool. I could, for the life of me, not figure out how to climb that Titan. So, like, I was using the grappling hook trying to attach to its legs. Uh, I was trying to jump and climb it. And, like, the game doesn't give you... It, it feels like one of those games It's like, y'all, just figure it out. Like, we're not going to give you... It, it gives you prompts at the beginning, like, how to jump, how to climb. But when I got to the Titan, it didn't tell me anything. And I was, like, shooting my grapple hook at its kneecaps and jumping and trying to grab, like, you know, in Shadow of the Colossus, there was always, like, a, a standout on on the Titan that would show you, like, well, here's where you can climb, and I checked all the places on this one where I thought I could climb, and eventually it just stepped on me and I died, and I was like, okay, you know what? Uh, you didn't tell me at all how to do this, so I'm, I'm gonna move on. Yeah, uh, this is now, what, the second game I can probably say that it's clearly decided that Shadow of the Colossus was gonna be the main inspiration, the other one being Titan Souls, and I feel like both of them fail to understand kind of the small pieces of Shadow of the Colossus that really sold it. Obviously, the environment for the time was very weird because it was an open world that was unpopulated. It's just this abandoned landscape um, that helped with the lore and all that stuff. But, like, the sh- the, the, the Colossus are, are puzzles, not boss fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the this is not a... We can just shoot arrows at a thing and like once you start adding enemies to the overworld it's like this this is just becoming a zelda game basically you know with survival elements um and i know that's like a weird sort of thing to say but it's like shadow of the classes teaches you teaches you in in very small ways i mean sometimes it just gives you hints when it realizes like you have no idea what the fuck you're doing but, like, the first boss is very simple. There's the weak spot. You shoot it. It bends down. You can now climb it. And then you get to its head, right? So it's through these small ways. It's the it's the Super Mario Brothers principle. Like, if you run straight forward, you're going to run into a Goomba. You're going to die. You're going to learn. So it's got that sort of premise. So as soon as you go and just kind of, like, figure it out, like, loses part of the what what inspired it and i'm not saying it needs to be like one-to-one because then it's not its own thing but same time it's like you say you're inspired by this but then you fail to do all the things that that one does well you fail to learn from it so every every dark souls clone has that problem right like you they look at dark souls they go look at the difficulty and the bonfires and they go that's what i'm doing but then they fail to understand that like dark souls isn't hard in the way that you think it's hard, it's it's punishing but fair, and like I I don't know it it sounded like the game strayed away from what I wanted it to be, I was hoping it was I guess. Yeah, I think it's I think it's very telling that we heard about this game, they talked about this game, and then there was I mean there was no build up to it coming out. It just dropped. Like, they didn't want you to know it was coming out. <laughs> like, that that seemed weird, because I remember seeing this game, and everybody was like, oh, man, this looks cool. And then all of a sudden, it just shows up on a random week in December. And you're like, well, well I thought there might be a little fanfare for it, but I guess not. 
Yeah, I mean, that was, God, I think I want to say it was before I was even on the podcast that, like, it was kickstarted. Yeah. And, like, I was super excited at the time, and boy, just over time, I was, especially after trying it and it just crashing to, like, a black screen, I was like, all right, fuck this. Well, apparently they just shadow dropped it on PlayStation, Xbox. Didn't see a whole lot of people talking about it, so... Uh, a couple other ones. I play Castle on the Coast, which is a cell shaded 3D platformer where you can't invert the camera and it's very floaty and, and you play a giraffe. It's fucking weird. I, I did not like that game at all. Uh, Circus Pocus is a is an isometric like uh, adventure game where you're escaping from like the serial killer running a circus. It's fucking weird. You and your brother. It's a weird fucking game. Uh, I don't know who Ryan is, but I did some racing with him because it dropped on oh, Game no. Pass. No, <laughs> I had to play the alligator in the in the in the the the, the train, the train car, and you can pull the left trigger and just and just make the the choo choo sound. And... Are, you, are your? I guess your. I guess both you and <clears throat> Ryan's kids uh, wouldn't be old enough to know who that is. He. I don't know that my son knows who Ryan is. But I raced with him. Yeah, my son definitely doesn't. So. Okay, so do you guys know who Ryan is? I don't, but here's the thing, like when I'm race, like in this game, when you're racing, like when you shoot like a for lack of a better word, you know, like a turtle shell or something, it's a literal JPEG of this kid yep. that pops up on the screen and he's like, Alright, wait I go. Yeah, so Ryan is the Number one toy review channel. Like the kid is worth way too much money. He's the he's the one where it's like if you if your kid has watched a because I worked at Target I think when his stuff started showing up, um, so like he would get branded on toys. I don't even know how old the kid is now. I think he's got to be like in like ten or ten to twelve. So, but um. Yeah, it was very weird to see a game that was branded with him on it, but yeah, he's like the most famous YouTube toy reviewer. I mean, the game is fine. It's a Mario Kart clone. I want to say the game was made by somebody who has a track record. Well, it's all all part of that Outright Games publishing that uh, dropped on Game Pass this week. So like Paw Patrol, Race with Ryan. Did, Did, um... Oh god. Uh did the Ice Age game drop? No. Uh Damn. it was Transformers Race with Ryan, Paw Patrol oh. and something else. Oh, Ben 10, the game that Drew likes. Because as much as I gave that a 5 because it was just like a mediocre 3D platformer. It is just a 3D platformer at the end of the day. It's not bad. Oh, okay. They're the ones that made the weird Fast and Furious game that came out recently. I thought that was, um... No, there's two. There's two Fast and Furious games. You're thinking the one by the, um... Codemasters, right? No. Um... Who the fuck did... It was some... It was published by Bandai Namco, I think. And it was made Uh, by... It's by the guys that were going to make the... Slightly Mad. Yeah, Slightly Mad. The, 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 uh... Project Cars people. Yeah, yeah. That was Fast and Furious Crossroads. This yep. is Fast and Furious Spy Racers Rise of Shifter. Oh, okay. Speed. So a game I don't based on the based on the the TV show you've never heard of. 
Okay. They went and did that. They're doing King of Seas. Okay. Uh, race. So, yeah, they have a all-star fruit racing. Oh, I played that game. Races. It's so bad. So their race with Ryan, they did Xenon Racer. I played that game. All-star was not good. fruit racing? All-star fruit racing. You're literally driving around in fruit cars and throwing fruits at people. It's a fucking weird game. So that was them. Uh, Xenon Racer. That game was not good either. Carumble, Car Rumble. They wrote it as one word. I don't think I played that. Blaze and the Monsters Machine. I think it's supposed to be Blaze and the Monster Machines because they're all monster trucks. Oh, that game. Blaze and the Monster Machines, Axle City Racers. That's them too. Yeah, so basically they make bad Bad racing racing games. games. (laughs) Bad racing games based on kids' properties, it sounds like. Race with Ryan was probably the most solid one of all the ones you just named. Like, it plays fine. I've heard the I've heard the need for or not need for speed. The Fast and Furious one is okay, not good, but okay. <clears throat> okay, well, I raced with Ryan and then I deleted it because it wasn't great. Um, Aspire Enus Tale. Uh, that is a platforming puzzle game where you're moving blocks, kind of deal. It's got a really cool art style. Um, good music, really cool. <clears throat> Excuse me. Really cool, like environments and visual effects. Like that game is is visually pleasing. I think that's very much an Anthony game. I think you would enjoy that game, but it is very much like what, a left to right. Game? It's Aspire Enus Tale. I'm assuming it's spelled like normal Aspire. A S P I R E. Yeah. Yep. Um. And how do you spell the second part? Ina I N A apostrophe S T A L E. Okay, got it. Yep, I think this is a game you would definitely enjoy. It's it's a left to right uh, puzzle right. platformer with really cool visuals. Um, it looks like um, that it kind of reminds me of Monument Valley. Yeah, I can see. If that. you know what I'm talking about, yeah, like, I, I it's, it looks that. like a more detailed version of Monument Valley. Yeah, I kind of like the art style. Yeah, you're probably right. It'd probably be something. I'm yeah, I, th- I think you'd like this game, but it is very much like move this block, you know, jump on this platform, that kind of that kind of game. Um, but it's really well done, so. This was an interesting... It's called Razorwire Nano Wars, and it's a game where you have a ship, like, let's say, on the left side of the screen, and there's a wire going out to the right side of the screen attached to this thing that you can move back and forth and up and down. And think of it like a horizontal shooter, except you're taking that wire and moving it so that it intersects with the enemies and kills them, but the end of the the thing that moves the wire... It can't touch the enemies. And your ship on the left side can't move. Um, so, like, you have to kill them before they get to you. So, kind of a tower defense mechanism. But you're just dragging the wire to kill the enemies coming from the right side of the screen. It's a really interesting concept that I am really terrible at. But I thought it was neat. Um... And then the last game that I have on here for the indie games that I played was a game called Trophy. And Trophy, the best way I can describe this game is that if Odd Lots made a Mega Man game. If you know what Odd Lots is. Does anybody know who Odd Lots is? (laughs) Yeah, I don't... Who's Odd Lots? Okay, dollar store version of Mega Man. Okay, what's this game called again? Trophy. It's just called Trophy. What a terrible 
name. It is literally you're you're, fucking... you're a little robot and you move left to right and you pick of one of eight stages at the beginning. Each one is themed. Um, it even has a little robots that pop up from the ground and shoot at you and then go back down. It's got like the spinny robots. Holy shit! The art style. Yeah, dude, this game. This is yeah. This is this is dollar store. This is great value, Mega Man. Yeah, hundred percent. It's great value, Mega Man. Hundred <laughs> percent. Oh shit! Oh my god, the background. Yep. Just, the fucking underwater level just looks like underwater level Mega Man. Yep. It's got cutscenes though. I'm surprised at that. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's what trophy is. Is would you wreck is? No, it's bad. Recommend? The jumping is bad. The shooting is okay. bad. All right. Um, okay. but you know what my Avoid. biggest my biggest problem is? It's presented in four by three, but the borders are like this baby blue, so it meshes with like the left and right side of the screen. So I can't tell you how many times I died jumping because I thought the edge of the screen was a platform. Like it's just it's bad. Um and the last thing I want to talk about is that uh for my anniversary my wife got me a Switch OLED. Nice. Uh, so I got to experience moving. So I, I, I was very scared because we already have a switch and it has all my games on it and my son uses it. And with this new one, I gave him the old switch, the launch switch. So I was really concerned, like how is Nintendo going to treat me having a system that lets him play all my games, but I also want to play all my games on the new system. And I'm going to be real honest with you, the process was super easy. Like, I booted up the OLED switch, and it said, do you want to transfer stuff from the old switch? I said, yes. So it transferred both accounts over to the new switch. And then it said, you know, do you want to continue to use the old switch? I said, yes. So now he can play my games on the old one. I can play the games on the new one. The only thing it does is on mine, the OLED switch, every time I click on a game, it's like, well, we got to check. So it's got to be online. So it'll check to see if I have access to the game, and then it'll boot, no problems. Um, in this process, though, I realized that Pokemon, um, the new one, you can't cloud save that game. So I lost all of my progress in the new Pokemon. In Brilliant Diamond, or yep. in the other one? Yeah, Brilliant Diamond. I lost all my progress because that save will not go up to the cloud. I have a, I have a feeling I know why. Yeah, they don't because want you to edit it or whatever. I don't they don't, well, it's not even that. They don't want you to have two Pokemon games with the same data. Because they... Well, one, I don't know how it would go if you tried to trade with like the same trainer ID to each other. That would probably fuck something up. Um, and two, that would be an easy way to do duplication for legendary Pokemon. Well, I mean, you know what it has done? It made you stop playing Pokemon. Made me stop playing Pokemon because I just lost like four hours of gameplay. So, good job, Nintendo. Um, one other note about the system. So, I had a 400 gigabyte card in the old machine that I moved to the OLED because my son doesn't need 400 gigabytes of space. The original Switch, um, I deleted everything off of it, and I was like, all right, what games do you want on here? His first game was Smash Brothers. Can I tell you that Super Smash Brothers 
no longer fits on a default Nintendo Switch digitally. Ridiculous. There is only 13 gigabytes of free space on the original Switch if you delete everything, and Smash Brothers is 17 gigabytes. So you, there is no way for you to play Super Smash Bros. digitally on the original Switch unless you buy a memory card. So I went to Amazon and I bought him a 128 gigabyte memory card, slapped it in there, and now he has Smash Brothers. Um, That's ridiculous. It, and it is, because that, like, that was the first game he wanted. He's like, I play this all the time. And I was like, okay, I'll put it on there. So I went to click it and it's like, not enough space. I was like, but there's nothing on here. There's literally nothing on here, but the system itself has taken up now. What's the the original card was like 32 gigs. It's taken up almost 20 gigs of space between system files and bullshit. So you literally only have like 13 gigs to put games on the original Switch. The original Wii U that was 8 gigs. (laughs) Remember that. (laughs) I think you had a total of like 3 gigs left. Hey, the Polymega had a 32 gig card in it and it only had 9 gigs when I got it. So, I had to put a card in that as well. So, I don't know, I don't know what the mentality is behind shipping these machines with these super tiny storage on them cuz storage ain't that expensive. I got my son 120 well, regular storage. What's that? Like not SSD, I said especially not SSD storage, just regular storage. Yeah, I bought my son 128 gigs for t- like less than twenty dollars. Right. Just just put that in the system. Yeah, but they could. Yeah, SSD and like regular storage, but like flash memory isn't even that expensive. Like you're gonna pay for 32, just pay for the 64, and like that's at least better than fucking 32 gigs. Yeah, the the you Switch know, OLED flash memory built in. Yeah, the Switch OLED has 64 gigs now. It's not just 32. I had forgot that that was a feature. Of the Switch OLED. It actually doubles the space. Uh, it's also wonderful to have my Switch hardwired to the internet. Because Switch's Wi-Fi was terrible. Um, I, I don't play portable, but I gotta tell you, that screen is... That screen is hot. Like, I played some, some Breath of the Wild, and, and, and I booted up Mario Kart and Metroid, and I was like, man, this... This OLED screen is nice. See, I, I was going to ask you what you thought of it, because I, I, we were at GameStop, and I saw one like in their display, and they had the, regu- the OLED and the regular right next to each other, and I'm like, they don't really look that different to me. But really? I didn't know if it was just the light in the store or if it was just the like screen protector they had on it or what, but I was not blown away visually. Huh. That that shocks me because like as soon as I booted it up I was like wow this looks so much better than my son's switch the, the the older switch like it just like it's crisper it's cleaner and I don't know maybe it was the lighting or maybe maybe they had I, six thousand kids placing their fingerprints all over the old uh, I'm sure that's part of it too <laughs> I I feel like I don't know. I think the switches like the base switches screen is really good in comparison to other portables that have oh, had, is. you know, standard LCD screens. So it's it's a harder jump to realize. Like I look at the well, you know, 3DS and I look at the Vita screen and I can see the difference. But if I look at the Vita screen and the Switch screen, I don't notice as big of a, a change and like 
the, my Vita is one of the OLED Vitas, not the LCD second yeah, models. Same. Yeah, I, I I think it's it's probably just the original Switch screen was not bad, but again, Ryan. Also, I'm comparing it to a Switch that's now what six years old, so I'm sure my yeah. son is like greased the hell out of that screen as well. And then I'm looking at this brand new out of the box OLED, so maybe right. that's it as well. I do say the build on it is much nicer. The fact that it's got a full kickstand, you know, the one that goes all the way across the back. Oh, that's good. That is super nice. I mean, it it feels quality. It feels like a better version. But if you were asking, like, should I replace my old Switch? Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. You know. I I thought about getting one just and letting, doing the same thing, letting my son have mine since he's really the one that plays mostly on it anyway. Um, But. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a hundred percent why I did it. You know, well, that my wife was like, you you should just get it and let him have the old one, and then you know you don't have to worry about it because he would constantly come in here like, hey, can I have the switch? Because we got docks in each room, and he would literally just take the machine, put it in his dock. Um, but there were a lot of times where he'd come in and ask for it, and I'm like, well, I'm busy or I'm playing it or something, so it was always a hassle. So I'm like, you know. I've got mine, he's got his, we can all play the games. And the 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 docks are universal, right? Yeah, the docks are universal. The new one is a little nicer, and like I said, it does swap out one of the USB ports for a wired internet connection, which is super right, but nice. You could, you could drop the old Switch in that dock. I'm assuming, because you can just buy that dock, and it's supposed to be universal. Okay, yeah, the only reason I'm thinking that is because buying another one would also give us the ability to have a dock in couple different rooms yeah we've now got three docks so i can put a dock in the living room his bedroom and my office so that's super nice so we can literally just take switches and put them anywhere in the house which is what nintendo wanted they have infiltrated my home yeah they've succeeded they have i've been assimilated by the reggie oh wait he's not there no more no he's not there now it's the bowser his his body was ready it was he was ready no, that's it. That's it for me this week. I'm gonna. I'm looking forward to my vacation time because I have a lot of games I want to play. And and then of course I say that. And I also once I booted up Breath of the Wild, I was like, I really want to play through this again, fresh. Yeah, I, I've been thinking about picking that up on Switch because I played it on Wii U. So I I kind of want to start that game over and play it again. Breath of the Wild, yeah. I I have to say, being able to play it on Switch is much nicer than the Wii U. <laughs> It is. Uh, still, um, the forest will... Oof. I mean, I'm not surprised. Like, the optimist... I'm more talking about, like... Man, playing with the Wii U, you had to get another controller. I played with the Pro Controller. I bought a Pro Controller just to play that game, I think. Maybe well, I bought it for... Let me, let me tell you this, Anthony. Just, like... I... Got Breath of the Wild before the Switch came out. Before, like I, the Nintendo sent me a Switch and a copy of Legend of Zelda early. I oh, had to, <laughs> oh, no, no, wait. My original playthrough of that game was using the Joy Cons in that shitty controller thing that comes with the Switch. The puppy dog. Yep, that's how I played I don't have Breath an issue of the Wild. With that, I that did controller. I still think that's better than the fucking. Try- charging the pro controller for the wii u it's an old style usb it's a mini usb yeah yeah fuck that well two the so my specific issue with the wii u was that our pro control or our um 
what's it called? Not the Pro Controller, the gamepad. Uh, the wireless signal on it was jacked. So you had to, like, sit right next to the system if you wanted it to actually recognize anything. And the, and the motion controls in that fucking Wii U version fuck right off into the sun. That that Those stupid ball challenges, that fucking controller did not sense motion very well. Yeah. I, 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 I would love to replay Breath of the Wild with my sweet-ass Switch Pro Controller. And not to mention that game is just fucking great. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't. I also booted back up Link to the Past. I, I had a playthrough in progress. I had just got the first pendant. I was like, maybe I should do this again. Let's play that. You know, I don't need to play these newfangled games. I need to go back and play these old classics. Old fangled games. That's right. Is but anything I, ever just fangled? I mean, sometimes could be newfangled or old-fangled, but nothing's ever f- just fangled. Just fangle it, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's talk about what's coming out this week. It's, it's, it's going to be a little slow for the rest of the year. It's uh, it's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. <laughs> uh, Xbox Series X, PlayStation 5. We've got Among Us Crewmate Edition. Uh, we've got Lacuna. Uh, Winter Sports Games 4K Edition and Horatio Go Snowboarding. Um, PlayStation 5, we got Gear Dot Club Unlimited 2 Ultimate Edition and basically the same games. So that's literally all you get for those new machines this week. Xbox One, PS4, not a lot more. Uh, pretty much the same games I just said, plus In My Shadow, Tunnel of Doom, and Vegas Tales. For Xbox, for PlayStation, same stuff. Uh, <laughs> it's a light week, y'all. Uh, Nintendo Switch, looks like there's quite a bit more. Uh, we've got CareBots. CareBots? CareBots, that's what it says, CareBots. What if it's like the robot version of Care Bears? Maybe. That'd be cool. Uh, Among Us, Gearadot Club, Gardener's Path, uh, Horatio Goes Snowboarding, Beastie Bay DX. Man, I'm hoping Ad Rock is in that. That'd be sweet. <laughs> uh, Lynn, the girl drawn on puzzles. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Uh, Terratopia, Tunnel of Doom, Windstorm, Start of a Great Friendship, Eight and Nine Ball. What's that? I'm just laughing at windstorm start of a great friendship. I mean, that's how it got started. Was during a windstorm we we met, we became good friends. Apparently, uh, eight and nine ball pocket, crazy Zen code word, Merry Christmas snowball bubble, <laughs> uh, pure chase eighties, uh, planet quiz, learn and discover, and finally. American man. <laughs> American man. American man. Like, what is yeah, that? Uh, Alabama man. Alabama man. <laughs> so I looked up because I'm like, oh God. We both know that that Lynn girl drawn on. Oh, you think it's a hentai game? I'm like, 
But let's get our hentai game out early. No, it's not at all. It's a weird puzzle game that's got like a old like um I don't know who made this game, but they they use the word oriental painting. It, um okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I there <laughs> It's an Asian dev, but I'm like I don't I don't know about that. Um <laughs> but uh it looks like an old like um watercolor. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah man, I, I listen, I'm just I'm quoting them verbatim. I, I think uh, about I think about choked to death there. <laughs> I laughed harder about that than I did Ryan's lisp last week. Oh don't hate on my technology induced lisp. <laughs> this is the greatest game ever made. That's <laughs> like what? What are we talking about? Oh shit! Oh okay, I'm I'm all right now. I think Drew oh, died. Uh, I haven't heard Drew's voice a... in like an hour. Yeah, did he leave? Is he still, still here? here? Drew, you're on did mute. You leave. Drew. <laughs> He's dead. All right. Well, apparently there's been attacks in the North Pole. <laughs> no, I'm here. It's just you know I. I sound like crap, so... I don't care. I still love your voice. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm listening. I'm listening. If I need to say something important, I will make sure to chime in. <laughs> well, it's time okay. for the news. We got some good shit. Yeah. I, I, I want to know... When you, when the... you throw it off to Anderson Cooper, let us know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when, uh, I just want to note that the, the team behind Lynn, the girl drawn in puzzles, is from South Korea. So. Okay. All right. <laughs> I think I'm composed now. I think I can do the news. Um, Square has renewed their trademark for Gex. Okay. I like so Gex. They can keep selling. No, I like Gex too. And like, I made fun of Dana Gold for voicing Gex, even though I actually—that's the reason why I like Dana Gold's comedy. Or it's how I know who Dana who Dana Gold is. But I'm like, I don't know, like. Is this is this a trademark so we can get new games, or the more likely scenario, um, is this just so they can resell old games? You know what? If they would bring back Gex One, Two, and Three in like a collection, I'd buy it. I liked all and are three they gonna of those do, games. Are they going to do a like sort of night dive sort of? thing where they combine all levels because there was some N64 exclusive levels yeah Gex 64 had exclusive levels yeah it, it had the Titanic level and I can't remember what the exclusive for 3 was so yeah. you know it's just like I, that would be neat just, just do it I'm like also the Disney... up for another Gex game to be fair too so. do it like the Disney collection where it's like it's got the 64 version plus the Playstation version and you can just like swap between them like, I'd be down for that. I, I could always go for more. Yeah, I'd love a new Gex. Like, bring back Gex. Dana Gould's not doing anything. He, he can do Gex. I'm li- I don't know. I don't know if he's doing anything. I think he's a writer. He has a podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he's written for TV shows. Yeah. Uh, Simpsons being the big one. But you're right. The only reason I ever knew who he was is because of Gex. <laughs> so uh, everybody should dude. listen to... Everybody, everybody should listen to his... Um, parody of Morrissey. He finishes off one of his stand-up specials by singing a a song 
that he said he wrote for Morrissey but never heard back. Also, and I don't know if it's you... fucking amazing. Oh, uh, Gex games were. Um... I mean, he has sex with a lady, like a human. He's like Sonic. Yeah. Except Gex is a little more like I don't know if you remember the promo material for Gex. What was it two or the, the undercover Gecko three? No, no, it was um, deep cover Gecko three. The um, the Janet Jackson parody. Where he's holding her boobs. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the kind of game Gex was. <laughs> yeah, well, it was a product of its time. Yeah, for sure. The uh, advertisement for... Everything Go- was edgy back then, yeah. if you remember. Goemon's Great Adventure ad was Goemon in a hot tub with like a snorkel and a, hot, a bunch of women sitting in the hot tub. I mean, that's the Goemon audience. Not really, no. I know that was a joke. No, uh, like it has nothing to do with the game. He's not even that in the game. Like it doesn't make any sense. But uh, Ubisoft confirmed that Dawn of Ragnarok is real. Uh, also, they confirmed that it costs some money. You don't get it with the season pass. What? I didn't even see that. Yep, it's forty bucks. That's so, like, really weird. Second, Why did I? What? The like, second I, I know season I got pass. The other ones, but yeah, I guess it's like a second season. That's really weird. Yep. So, apparently it's huge, though, so it's, like, worth the 40 yeah. bucks. I don't know. Um, I, need to, I need to play some of the other <laughs> ones before I drop that. I reinstalled Valhalla. Um, we'll see. I still never finished all the Odyssey DLC. I didn't either. It's too much game, man. Too much game. Yeah. Uh, all right. I don't know how y'all feel about this. Uh, according to the internet, there are rumors that Netflix is working on a Mega Man live-action series. I did see that. Mm. Why? 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 <laughs> Why? Why Lee? How about that? How about that? Uh, just do... Just make it animated. Why the fuck does everything have to be live-action? Well, there was that animated show. Whatever happened to it? Do you not remember that? Like, there was supposed to be a show coming out, and then I never heard anything about it ever again. I mean, Netflix did Castlevania, right? With anime? Right. And they're doing Devil May Cry. Yeah, why not? Mega Man seems like the one that you would do first. The The Witcher made sense for it to be live action. Why Why is this? Why? Why? Why <laughs> Mega Man live action? Why? <laughs> I don't understand. It's gonna be it's gonna be stupid. The, I mean, the, one of the major criticisms of Mega Man is that the original box art looks so stupid. You know why it looks stupid? Because they tried to make it look live action. So, so who? Let's let's do casting calls. Who's playing Mega Man? I, it'll probably Someone be no Cortez Nuts from Guardian of the Galaxy. Oh, Chris Pratt. Chris yeah. Pratt will be Mega no, Man. No, no, no. It, it's gonna be a kid. I'm gonna It'll ruin this completely. Like, this. <laughs> like he smoked a pack <laughs> a day. Say, hey, Mega! Say, I'm Mega, Mega Man. Yeah. He's gonna say Mega in front of everything. Mega! <laughs> I have Mega throat cancer. <laughs> and he's gonna he's gonna make out with a human woman, basically. <laughs> Don't Mega smoke. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's gonna be. Here's here. I'm gonna ruin it for everybody. It's gonna be a kid. It's gonna be a kid's show. 
It's gonna be so. It's gonna be a live action kid who probably can't act very well. Because I know who. I know unknown. who. I know who, it's gonna be Ryan. <laughs> Me. He's talking about the other Ryan. No, not, no, not the Ryan on the show. The one you raced with earlier. Yeah, I know what you were talking about. Okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, like, like it's gonna be some kid that can't really act. They're gonna give. Oh God! It's oh God! It's gonna be a kid. And it's gonna be like the 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 actors that you know, they'll make Wiley the actor that you know, so they can show like him Carrey less. Than yeah, it'll be yes. Jim, it'll literally be Jim Carrey. He's gonna play yeah, Doctor Wiley Jim, and Doctor Robotnik. Like, at least in at least in the Sonic movie, as I know he's not like oh God. Um, really, I'm forgetting his name right now. I recommend I know his name on every other fucking time I need it. Cyclops there. Oh, James Marsden. Marsden, thank you. And James Marsden, like, is a recognizable face. Like, I don't think he's necessarily pulling people into the theater, but, like, he's in, re- like, he, you know him as an actor. He, he ain't no even Chris if it's Pratt. Just, even if it's just a, hey, I recognize that guy, like, it's still a, like, you recognize him. And he seems to do really well acting off of nothing, which is really weird, because he's been in a couple movies where he's had to act to, like, a CG character. Um, but, no, it'll be, like, the only star you know in this live-action film where nothing is really animated except for special effects is going to be Wily, so they don't have to pay them as much. Dr. Light will be, like, maybe, at best, a hey, there's that guy. Man, John Hammond would have made a great Dr. Light. But it's going to be bad. Ugh. I- I'm just seeing a reboot. The reboot new <laughs> series again. Of like, wow, you're really missing the fucking point of this. We built Mega Man. We spared no expense. And we called that child (laughs) Mega Man. (laughs) The voice you're hearing is Richard Kiley. It's going to be the live action version of Mega Man, what, 7 or 8? Where the stupid cutscenes? Dr. Wowie. (laughs) Hello, Mega Man. I know a Mega Man where he stumbles and they're just like, fuck it, that's the take. <laughs> hey, Bass! Shut up! Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. That. I don't understand. I, like, I don't understand. And, well, they had, so they had a show, I had to look up the name because I couldn't remember, called Fully Charged. And it. There's it's a couple of Mega Man animes that were really good. Uh, the 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 um, Battle Network ones were great. I will stand by the Battle Network show. As someone that loved Battle Network, I was not expecting much out of that, and it, they were really well done. Um, I don't know if Star Force got its own series, but if it did, I never watched it. Yeah, but there was a kid's show called Fully Charged. They made a comic off of it, and like... That's all they ever did with it, and I think it lasted for, like, one season. And it's weird, because the comic is clearly more for adults. It's, like, the same story, but, like, the more mature artwork. But, yeah, like, I I just, it's weird that that series is gone, and they're gonna do a new live action, potentially. I'd rather you didn't. Yeah, I'd rather you didn't. uh... Take the payment that you're gonna pay them to make the series, and pay them not to make it. (laughs) Um, speaking of video game TV shows, I started season two of The Witcher. Yes, I started it too. I only saw the first episode, though, so far. Yeah, that's all I've seen is the first episode. And I've come to the conclusion that that show, the only reason I like it is because of Geralt. Like, whenever he's not on screen, 
I'm just not. I don't care. And, and I think that's just me not being as deep into the lore. Yeah, most of the characters that aren't Geralt in that are book characters. So, but they're just not interesting. Yeah, like, but they're just oh. not interesting to me. I will tell you that the dude, like that first episode, the dude that the house he stays at, that dude was yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's yeah, a that was one, of the, one of the that's one of the better short stories in the uh, books. I loved that sequence. Like, the whole episode, I'm like, when we're hanging out with Geralt, I'm into this. When we're talking to those people, the post-war thing, I'm like, I don't don't care. Uh, Ryan, I hate to tell you this, but uh, the next episode you're going to watch is kind of going to piss you off. Oh, you think so? I, I, they changed some things. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, they changed some things in that first episode, too, from the book, so... Um, it's fine. I, 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 I don't expect it to be exactly like the book. I really did like that dude though. I like that whole sequence in the house. Yep. That, that, that whole yep. thing was great. Especially the fight at the end. I was, cause that's one of the things I felt like the first season was lacking a lot was him hunting monsters. Like, I felt like a lot of that was missing from the first season. You mean season. doing Witcher things? Yeah, like, that's... The show's called The Witcher. I want to see him do some witching, you know? You want to see him witch. That's right. To, to get into the act of witching, because that's why I'm here. Witcher season two, witch harder? Yeah, witch harder, baby. Um, I just love that, like, people, like... I think more so now, because, like, you know, people are known from the show or whatever. There's been, like, conversations, or, or like, to the media... Where they're like, yeah, Henry Cavill just kind of knows about it, so he's just telling everybody what he's almost directing it because he knows the books. Right. The more I hear about him, the more I just like him as a person. Yeah, he's just some big fucking nerd. (laughs) Yeah, he is a huge fucking nerd. Well, it's like there's a news story every day. It's like Henry Cavill would like to be in Warhammer. Henry Cavill would like to be in this video game movie. It's like, well, yeah, he's into video games. Showed up wouldn't to. He showed up to his Superman audition in, like, a store-bought Superman. <laughs> I, I love the fact love that, it. like, he, he'll go on these things and they'll interview him about this super geeky stuff, and they're like, you can tell the interviewer is trying to be tongue-in-cheek about it, like, like, oh, yeah, all this geeky stuff. And he's like, no, yeah, it's actually, it's really super cool. Like, <laughs> uh, they were they were interviewing him about something, and they asked him about Warhammer. And they, the the interviewer made a joke about like painting miniatures, and he's like, "Yeah, it's actually it's really fun." <laughs> he just doesn't care. I yeah, I just love it. I, he's he's just like, oh fuck, we have a good nerd, you know. Yeah. He's just like out there, like yeah, Warhammer's great. Like fucking <coughs> now, excuse me while I talk about these these high fantasy books that I love, and I get to play the main character. <laughs> Like, would you like to be James Bond? He's like, ah, I'd be cool. <laughs> Hell yeah, he's living his best life. And I'd love life. to play Superman again. Like, fucking alright. Yeah, he's living yeah. his best life. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Yep. Um, New Game Pass games this week. They dropped a boatload. We already talked about some of them. We had Ben 10, uh, Power Trip, Broken Age, Firewatch, The Gunk, Lake, Mortal Kombat 11, Paw Patrol, Race with Ryan, Record of Lodos War, and Transformers Battlegrounds were all dropped this past week. And, like, none of those games you should probably play. Except for maybe the Ben 10. What? 
Mortal Kombat 11, the gunk. Uh, sorry, I thought you were going through the fucking just there. I didn't hear the gunk in, in Mortal Kombat. Record sorry, of Lodoff was just hearing... is in there? That, that's right, that's Fire... not that mine. I was thinking those stupid, Fire... whatever. Firewatch is a good game. I've heard Lake is good too, but I haven't played it. I sorry, I zoned out as soon as you started here. I heard race with Ryan. All I heard was like the nightmare of like mediocre mediocrity. No. I forgot everything else that happened. Apparently, no. I popped in at the wrong time. You did. Yeah, it's Mortal Kombat 11. You should play. I don't know what it comes with. Uh, it's Firewatch the, is all right. It's just the base. You don't get all the extra characters, but you do get the story. So. All right. Well, uh, Firewatch is okay. I'm not gonna hype it up like other people did. It's. I want to say it was an. Like, you should look into. Play the game and look into the tech that they had to, like, make for it. Because the amount of dialogue options. And, like, the responses and what has to happen, like, behind the scenes, tech wise, is super fascinating. And, like, they were talking about buying, like, assets. I want to say it's a Unity game. And they bought assets for, like, birds that fly in a flock. But they had to, like, actually, you know, edit them. <laughs> and stuff like it was a fascinating thing i remember hearing about like all the behind the scenes stuff um i want to say that like all the recorded dialogue it sits in like a bank uh, like and you the way the programming works is like it figures out like based on your previous like selections what's going to happen next in the dialogue and it's just like thousands and thousands of recorded lines so they had to like make their own software for it um, yeah, crazy. <clears throat> Speaking of games added to services, Nintendo announced five new games for the Genesis uh, online Switch program. We got Toe Jam and Earl, Thunder Force 2, Sword of Vermilion, Dynamite Heady, and Altered Beast. Five out of six ain't bad. There's five games, so it'd be four out of four five. Four out of five ain't bad. Dynamite Heady is can... some, some treasure gold, man. Treasures. I, I love treasures. I'm wondering, does it come with the Japanese and the English versions, or do you have to switch to the Japanese? You have to switch to the, the Japanese account. account. This is just the American because those are those are different games. Like, I'm sure if you switch to your in... Japanese account, it would be the the Japanese version. So yeah, if you do that, play Dynamite Heady both ways. I think there's like a difficulty difference. I think it's easier in Japan, but they also changed a bunch of graphics and boss fights and stuff. The 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 travesty that is the N64 um, games on Nintendo Switch Online right now has overshadowed the fact that those Genesis games run super nice. So, it's good to get some more. It's good that we got five, but uh, Nintendo's kind of like, fuck the Nintendo and Super Nintendo, we're done with that shit. 64, you're going to get one game a month. Maybe. Uh, the new Mass Effect game is rumored to be using Unreal Engine as opposed to Frostbite. Oh, I wonder why. How how short supply do you think these new consoles are? Because they're really short supply. They're so short supply that Microsoft had to use dev kits for the Halo tournament. Jesus. This yeah. Is such a, this is, uh, like, awful. Dev kits for a officially sanctioned Halo tournament. But, you know, we can send out free systems to these influencers who say, thanks Microsoft for the fourth console you've sent me. Fuck you. (laughs) 
I'm not bitter at all. I'm not even... Listen, I'm not even like, oh, I can't believe, you know, I don't get one for free. And I have to say that because, like, we do get games for free for review. Sure. Right? But... It just, it, it's another one where, like, it's another console that someone can't buy. You yeah. know? Yeah. And that's why I'm thinking about it. Because, like, I don't really want, like, I'm not saying I don't want it in the future, but I don't really need a PS5. An Xbox Series X would be nice, but, like, I'm not like, oh, I need it in my life right now. But, like, other people, you know that maybe want to get one for a gift for Christmas can't because you've sent out a bunch of free ones instead of just making money off of it or or really breaking even on it. Like, that's where I'm like, I just don't fucking get it. Like, nobody is looking at the influencers and going, oh, they're playing an Xbox, so I need... Like, I, I don't... The only responses you see in those are people going, oh, good, you got a free console, good for you. I can't even buy one. It's like, I think we've gone past the point where people are like, oh, that person gets a new thing, I should get the new thing too. I mean, is there always going to be some of that? Yeah, but I think there's, I think marketing has moved past that at this point. I think what kills me the most about it is like, I could understand it if they were like doing some coverage on it. Like if they were putting out a video saying, hey... Let's check out the new system. Here's what's different. But they don't. They just post a picture on Twitter of this big-ass box that Microsoft sent them. Like, what is that? That doesn't do anything. It just makes like, people you know, mad because they can't buy one. If they send it to IGN, IGN's going to be using it. You know? I don't, I don't know. I think, I think this whole... <laughs> Truthfully, I think it's Microsoft going, please like me. Please talk about my machine, because you know they, they've had the the conversation has been definitely the other way. It's not like you see Sony shipping all this stuff out; they're just like, "Eh, fuck it, you're gonna buy it anyway. We don't care. <laughs> we, we don't need to send you free shit." So, well, it's just like right now you can't get it anywhere. No, you legitimately cannot. Of, so, I think that is more of a push. For people to want it, right? The scarcity of it all. Mm -hmm. Then, like Johnny Ball Seventeen on Twitter, who's verified as an influencer or some shit, getting one, being like, "Thanks, Microsoft, for the care package." And then it's a fucking Xbox Series X. Yeah, you should be sending them out Series S's because those are available. Right. You know, send them yeah, to the influencers to, to talk grasp. about that, so they can start selling those machines because nobody wants that machine right now. Right, and I think that would be a... That's where it's like, okay, I can understand that. Where it's like, here's a Series S. You know, talk about what it does. Because I think people think it's less of a machine. When really, it's just not as powerful as the machine. But it does all the same things. Except for read discs. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah, and you can you can literally just walk in the store and buy one of those. Which, by the way, it was not hard to get a Switch OLED either. I literally got on my phone and ordered it and picked it up the next day. Nice. I mean, it's it, the, those aren't hard to get. S's aren't hard to get, but PS5s and Series X, nah, you can't get those I, anywhere. I keep thinking about picking, getting my son an S, but I mean, it's a solid system if you got Game Pass on that machine, you know. Yeah, 
You can play pretty much anything you want. Hell, you can even play that new Matrix thing on the S. It's not in 4K, right? Yeah, it's just running at like what 1440p or whatever the hell. But like, do you yeah, really I mean... notice the difference between 4K and 1440p? Like, if unless you like stick your nose on the screen. If you were at a mo- a computer monitor, I think you would notice more. But when you're sitting away from a television that's you know forty p- inches plus, I, I don't think you st- I don't think you notice as much. Yeah, yeah. Like there's there's people that talk about how like you know there's these modes in games that run them at sixty, but they drop the resolution down to 1080p, and I'm like, I don't really notice a huge difference. Like I notice it's not as clear, but I'm okay with that if the frame rate is a solid sixty frames a second. Well, I mean, he plays a regular Xbox on a system that, or on a television that doesn't get more than uh, uh, 720 now, so. Yeah, I don't think he's going to care. He's not going to care. My son don't give a shit. Like, he he doesn't care if it looks good. He's... My only thing is when, when, if and when we upgrade to an OLED TV, uh, I will likely move our 4K one up to where he plays, so. I thought you had OLED. No. Oh. No, I do not. Why do I think you had OLED? I thought you bought an OLED. No, I was thinking about it, and then I was going back and forth about whether I wanted that or whether I wanted to replace my 1080p projector with a 4K projector. Mm. Um, but I haven't. I haven't done either. So. Yeah, I do love my I know, OLED. First word problems. Right, right. I love my OLED. my son has a 4K TV. There's a 4K TV in our living room, and I've got an OLED in my office. Like, ooh, we're 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 roughing it over here. That's because yeah. you upgrade every five five or six months, and then you're like, well, I have fucking TV, so you just slowly rotate, like, oh, the one I'm removing from my office now goes to the living room, and then the living room goes to our bedroom, <laughs> and the bedroom one goes to my son, and then the other one I beg someone on, like, Facebook or Kijiji or whatever to take. I mean, pretty much that's how it went, but now I have... Yeah, I fucking know! It's but but now first... I have it. I have the LG OLED, and until it breaks... I'm happy. Yeah. Ah, uh, you say that right now. Uh, dude, I have no, like, the only thing I'm concerned about is if that thing ever gets burned in or if it ever stops working, I've got a warranty on it for two years. So I'm hoping that it at least makes the two years because I'm not, I'm not replacing that TV for at least two years. So, and I love my TVs, but this one has been the best one I've had. I'm, I'm super happy and I'm not, I'm not changing that one anytime soon. All right, a couple more news stories. We got Sony announcing side panels for the PlayStation 5, so you can now officially buy them from Sony. They are $55 for two pieces of plastic. Yeah. Like, come on. You gonna buy one? You gonna change the color of your PlayStation? Yeah, I don't care. Were face plates for the 360 that expensive? No, no, God, no. Yeah. That's what I thought. I mean, it was a lot less plastic, to be fair, but... Um, yeah. yeah, but they were also, like, you know, licensed and shit. Oh, yeah, I've got, like, a box of them. Um, I have one that I can't well, even they, use because I don't have that Xbox anymore. They so. used to give away um, faceplates, too. Like, with pre-orders and stuff, you used to get faceplates as a pre-order bonus. Yep, I got Soul Calibur ones. I've got Outfit. Do you remember the Outfit? I got one for that. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I was specifically uh, that I was thinking of. Yeah, I um, have uh, a Death Smiles one that came with the game. Oh God, I've got that too. 
They just released that game on everything, and mm, that game is creepy. That's that's the Lollies game. Yeah, but it's a shooter. Fucking, I can skip all the fucking cutscenes. I, I like picked it up the for game. Like Ten bucks. It's forty bucks for Death Smiles One and Two right now <laughs> on uh, PlayStation Four and Xbox One. I like. I saw it pop up, and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna pick this up." And then I saw the price. I was like, "Oh wait, no, maybe I'm not." Maybe I'm not. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's finally official. Splinter Cell is returning. Ubisoft announced that they are going to remake the first game. Good. So. Oh, no, just make a new there. game. You fucking pieces <laughs> of shit. Like, I don't. I can play the old game. Well, I mean, I mean the could... old game still exists. I it's kind of like the fucking Prince of Persia of remaking the Sands of Time, or 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 don't do a new game, do a new game. Like don't fucking do that. Like just make a new one. How about following up on the fucking really good? What was it two thousand eight game? Two thousand eight game. Yeah. Hey, the last Splinter Cell game was one of the best Splinter Cell games. Blacklist. That game was amazing. Yeah, exactly. Just make a new Splinter Cell game. I'm about to say, does anybody really want to go back and play the original Splinter Cell? Because the first three games, while sure they were good, I don't want to play those again. Well, it's it's not a remaster. It's not a remaster. It is like Resident Evil 2 level remake is what they're comparing uh, it to. Again, no. No. Okay. Just just do a new... Just do a... Like, am I going to probably fucking engage with it? Yeah, because... Yeah, I'm just happy. Like, Spl- I'm just happy. Splinter Cell is actually officially back in like a real Splinter Cell and not like a mobile game or a guest no. They character have listen. There's still Recon. don't. There's still there's still plenty of time for them to fuck this up. Don't. I didn't say they, they were gonna they fuck could... it up. I'm just saying it's back at least. Um, I mean, Splinter Cell Blacklist came out during the 360. Mm-hmm. That's how old it is. All right, I got one last news story that apparently everybody was pissed about. Uh, Tencent bought Turtle Rock Studios. Eh. They had well, they owned like. A... What's that? Is Tencent buying anything? Why are they mad about that? It's because when because Tencent is Chinese and everybody thinks that Tencent is going to ruin everything they buy, but like they haven't really so messed far, with anything they, they bought. It's like clearly like they buy things. They're not. They're not. Um. They're not Activision Blizzard, and they're not uh, Epic. These are people that are like. Th- this company clearly is just like you make good things. We want a bit of that profit, and we'll you know give you better financial backing because. Right now, Tencent doesn't really want to engage with the Chinese market because China's cracking down on shit. So of course, Tencent wants to, you know. Diversify what they own. Diversify the your bonds. bonds. <laughs> I was going for the I'm same. I'm so glad trip. that you and I. I'm so glad that you and I are on the same page. <laughs> but like it, it to me, it's like it's. This isn't the first thing that Tencent has invested or bought outright, and so far they've really ruined nothing in the sense of like just taking a studio and putting them into you know another part of Fortnite 
or in their case it would be PUBG or um uh like like Activision where they bought um oh my god the um guys that did the crash game remake and then Tony Hawk and then now they're just Blizzard. So it's like um I don't know. I'm not like upset about it, but I feel like it's a little bit of I'm not going to say racism, but like the fear that they're going to be, you know, free to play stuff, but you know. Uh yeah, I think there's at least a little bit of racism in it too. Oh, 100%. Uh, but I, I just I, didn't want to I think you generally know. though, it's there's there's some of that and then there's also some genuine concern about just, you know, consolidation in the industry. Yeah, that's that's kind of going across the board. Uh, oh, for sure. I just think like it's weird that when Tencent does it, it's the end of the world. But when Activision Blizzard, or and I don't want to, I don't want to chalk it up to racism because that that's unfair to anybody that has criticism against Tencent that isn't necessarily based on that. But it's like Tencent isn't just pay to win mobile stuff like people think they are, and and then PUBG. Like that's not just their market, um. So it's like, it's it's unfair to be like, well, that's what they're doing. When especially when their track record hasn't been such. If their track record becomes that, then yeah, I get it. But it's like right now, it's like I want to see the same complaints when, um, you know, Activision absorbs another studio into their Call of Duty, you know, bank. Yeah, that's fair, I suppose. All right, um. I'll double check one last time, but I didn't have any emails. Nope. Um, still no emails. Ubisoft's getting into NFTs. I'm sorry. There, there's that. Um, give a shit. NFT is yeah. blocked in my inbox, FYI. Okay, good. Um, Moon Re- Remix RPG, as well as a bunch of other stuff from uh, Onion Studios, is now available everywhere. Uh, which is a weird studio you should look into. Because um, they make... Like their Flappy Bird clone, uh, Kiss Me Mon Amour. Like, it's weird. They're weird. Uh, I want to say they were also behind, like, Chulip and Rule of Rose. Like, they're a weird studio. Um, and then, uh, Cygnosis developer of Wipeout and, uh, Lemmings co founder, uh, Ian Heathering- uh, Heatherington died, unfortunately. And, like, as someone, the only reason I pointed out, because it's kind of a bummer otherwise, is that, like, my dad played a lot of Cygnosis games on the Genesis, and I got really used to seeing, like, Lemmings and stuff. So, you know, they kind of disappeared because Sony bought out Cygnosis, yeah. and then DMA was the creator of, like, Lemmings and stuff. So um, I was a big Cygnosis, you know, you know teenager. Um, a lot of PlayStation hey. 1 stuff. Yeah, I yeah. played a lot of that their stuff on uh, PC. So it's kind of sad that the, you know, the one of the co-founders has passed away because like, yeah, those games predate me. But like a lot of their Genesis output was my childhood. So, um, you know, I just thought I'd uh, point it out that like one of the old guard because they made games for the Amiga and stuff has uh, unfortunately passed. So. All right. Uh, moving over to the Twitter Doss Wonderbra kid wants to know, Hey Wombat, when will you bring back the news intro to the podcast? It's been quite some time. 
Yeah, I mean, we just gotta we gotta wait until we've got enough doubloons to pay his <laughs> exorbitant prices. Oh, the doubloons! Oh, y'all, y'all think it's free? Y'all think this is a labor of love? No, he's he is gonna get paid. Yeah, I mean, he's so. he's a he's a fucking diva. He needs his money, right? So you gotta subscribe to his OnlyFans. <laughs> and no one, and no one's. <laughs> what, Drew? What'd you say? I just said Jesus Christ. <laughs> and now my balls. Old gate. Old gate. Oh boy! I don't hold anything back. Oh, oh okay. Them cheeks. <laughs> I only, I only accept Bitcoin and NFTs. Oh, yeah, we got to pay him in oh, NFTs yeah. now. That's what's really going to happen. Yeah. Uh, he ain't into that yet. <sighs> the next... I will get into this hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect timing. This next tweet's about food. This comes from Kane. He says, hey, guys, the pilgrimage to five guys has happened. A oh, near bro. a near 50-year-old uh, with his mum. I saved up a few of your podcasts for the 10-hour drive, and when I put on the first one, she said, turn this shit off. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, your mom's awesome. Uh, He posted pictures, too. Clearly has taste. (laughs) He posted pictures of the food. He posted a video of his mom saying, turn this shit off. (laughs) <laughs> that would have been if he did that been what great. we really need is a audio recording of his mom saying turn this shit off to add to the beginning of the podcast every week absolutely oh God. that'd be perfect turn this shit off <laughs> there'd be at least one person that would be like okay fine uh, yeah sound advice I won't argue against it Finally, I tell myself that every week. Yeah, right? Like, turn this shit off. Who's going to listen to this shit? Uh, Chad writes in with with a little bit of dialogue for Drew. Uh, Oh, okay. uh, Laura, what's that noise? Is that crying? Drew, yeah, it's this baby in my controller. Laura, what? (laughs) A little Death Stranding there for you. Dude, so I play the majority of death stranding before I go to work in the mornings. So it's like five 30 in the morning and I fall off a freaking cliff and this baby screaming and my wife like groggily wakes up <clears> and it's like, please turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> that baby crying out of that controller drove me bananas. You can't turn, can you turn it off? Yeah. You could turn it to where it's not coming out of controller, but the baby's still crying. Yeah. Wow. So. Oh. Ooh, all right. That's that's all I got for this week. It's um. It's that time, y'all. Uh, you need to start thinking about your lists. Games. When are we doing that? Of the year. Oh, uh, what's the thing? I don't know if we're doing a show next week. It's uh, day after Christmas. Yeah, I won't yeah. be available for a show next week. Yeah, so. I probably won't either. Um. You want to say oh, it's, a, it's an Anthony solo show? <laughs> if you want to do a show, Anthony, I'll see if I'm available. Oh but... God! <laughs> I, I don't know that I will be or not. I, I will let you know this week. Um, 
Let's say the 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 show of the tenth, January tenth, will be because I don't want to do it on the third because I feel like that's a little too early. So maybe the tenth. Okay, that's fine. I'll have four that'd games be... by then. <laughs> yeah. That would give me enough time to at least play some more things. Maybe a little bit of Guardians of the Galaxy, more Halo. Maybe a little bit. Maybe I can dive back into Resident Evil Eight because I've only. Made it four hours in that game. I was say, yeah, that uh, that that was a game that came out this year. Yeah, yeah, I liked what I played of it. So it's a great fucking game. I loved it. It'll be on my list for sure. There you go. <clears throat> um. So yeah. Uh, for everybody who celebrates it, Merry Christmas. Hope you get everything you wanted. For everybody else, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa. It's it's the it's the happy time of the year, so you listen to Mariah Carey and buy her meal at McDonald's. Yep. Which and is the thing. I tell you that Wait, you made a good the, choice on the screen. That's yes, not real. Yes. It no, 100% it's not. is. Yes, I, it is. I saw the billboard. What the fuck is this? At McDonald's. Look yeah. it up. I don't think this thing exists in Canada, thank God. The Mariah meal, right? I no, it's a Mariah menu. Harry exists in Canada. Hold on, I got the link for you. Oh, the no, Mariah no, menu. Yeah, oh, there you go. McDonald's, baby. This thing. Oh, McDonald's wants to know my location. <laughs> Y'all ain't getting me. I'm gonna let you know where I am. I don't want you spying let's on be me. Be real. McDonald's got you a long time ago. I don't eat there anymore. Oh. Mariah Carey has partnered or gets festive with McDonald's, but not in Canada. That's the reason why I haven't heard of it. Thank God. Hey, today's free McDouble Day. Mariah said, "Mariah said, make it a McDouble." So that's what they did. So you can get a free wow. McDouble. Tomorrow is apple pie. Would oh, you... you know what though? It is the most wonderful time of the year. You know why it's the most wonderful time of the year? Because McDonald's has the holiday pie right now. What is that? What's in that? Oh, it's a delicious custard pie with like sprinkles baked into the top of it. I'm telling you, it's the bomb. So you, so you get McDouble today, you get apple pie tomorrow, you get a sausage McMuffin with egg on the next day, and then you get a double cheeseburger. For those wondering what the hell is the difference between a McDouble and a double cheeseburger, it's a slice of cheese. <laughs> and what the worst part is Isn't there like 70 cents difference Between the two sandwiches Probably Like a fucking 70 cent piece of cheese Fuck out of here Hey man Cheese ain't cheap <sighs> What if you bought a McDouble But asked for cheese on it They would charge it be cheaper, you But would it be 70 cents Yeah they charge you per slice of cheese Fuck right off <laughs> Yeah Cheese is the fucking. That's the thing right there. That's the thing to it, get you. And it's cheese with a question mark and like air quotes around it. No, that's more the cheese. meat. The meat has the question well, marks the, around it. Yeah, in the states, it definitely what does. Canada, it's a little bit more of a vigorous testing process. Anyway, that's all I have for this week. I hope everybody has a has a wonderful holiday. Take some vacation time. Get out of get out of work. Don't. Don't be working yourself to death. Come back in 2022 so you could be refreshed to deal with the shit again. Get festive. Play some uh, Dead Rising 4. 
because it's the only game I can think of that's like significantly Christmas based. I think the only movie I got left I gotta watch is Die Hard. I watched all the rest of them. I did. I had a lot of a lot of movies I watched this year for my festivities. Did you watch Ernest? I don't have any way to watch Ernest. It's not on Netflix anymore. It's on Disney Plus, my friend. Oh, it is. Okay, well, I'll get it. I'll get on that this week. That'll be this week. Ernest Says Christmas is still fun. Yep, that's a great movie. I just did. I know it left Netflix, so I couldn't watch it. I think I watched. Uh, I think I watched Christmas Vacation like fucking the first week of December. That's that's the kickoff right there. That's the goat. Yeah. But I don't have anything else. So unless anybody has anything else, we can get out of here. Alrighty, and it goes something like this.